Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to another episode. Buckle up and chill. Hope you enjoy the show. I can't believe it's all like that. I'm passing over the new. I love it. It gets me yeah. so pumped to record. Last week, kind of in a rush, setting everything back up. Didn't really get to appreciate that. Man, it gets me going. I'm Sean. Buckle up and chill. Co-host. What Buckle- up? And our new guy. You met him last week. Eddie Payerai. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good to be back. Ready for another I got show. the biggest smile on my face, man. <laughs> this is just so much fun, you know? It is. And just like what you just said, though, that intro... I feel it though in my in my bones in my blood. I feel it rushing through me for real. I love that. It's the main reason I wanted to get back into this. <laughs> the just, intro, just the, the intro. All for the intro. Just, that's goal. it. <laughs> the hour we record, ah, that's secondary. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, whatever. I hey, can you blame him when it's that good? Girl, please. <laughs> okay, don't even try. Anyways, Thursday you guys night. want to talk about work? Yeah, <laughs> <Thursday> <laughs> night. almost the weekend. I don't work tomorrow. Do you really not? Nope. Why not? Got a wedding Saturday. Pages? No. no. Uh, Nick's. Nick's. Uh, his brother-in-law, by the way. Yeah. Congrats. Nick and Rita. And oh, last thing awesome. is... I know. Can you believe that last Thursday we were off on the Friday? Yeah, we all was Sean to tell the tables and turned. Yeah. And even though I don't know if I can root for him anymore or not, but Michigan's on a bye week, so... Bad time to be on bye week. Yeah, you hear a lot of talk. But we'll a great time because I won't miss them when I'm at the wedding. You know, fall weddings. Big yeah, topic. no, that's a really good no, point. Good oh, yeah, weekend. you mentioned that. Yeah, at least he did do that. I can respect that. I least. don't think it was planned, but I think <laughs> <laughs> that way it was planned. No, right? he told me the date. I opened up the schedule. I was like, "Thanks for not scheduling it." Or thanks for scheduling on Michigan's bye week. He's like, "Yo, you dick." Yo, <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing he thought of. <laughs> Yo, you know, I'm very. Strong. I feel very strongly about fall weddings. I'm a college football. I love it. I think there's many other times to be able to have fall or weddings. Period. So it's actually, really not many fall times weddings. And yes, I did sit there and I do often in the church while they're getting married watch college football silently on my phone. And yes, I do freak out every single second that I'm gonna hit a button or something and it's gonna they're gonna be saying their vows in my fucking sound Nebraska interception <laughs> something like that. Gosh. But you know what? I just think. Oh, oh, oh there it goes. Yeah, sure. Number See, one. See, I get so into my mic that I'm like, "What up, bro?" Over uh, under mic falls. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking. There's about one. Now, what do you set it at now, though? After two one. and a half. There, oh, I was gonna say three and a half. But... I, I, I think three and a half. Line, honestly. <laughs> now I will say though, this. I mean, I haven't looked at the whole card, but like next week's card is much better than this week's card for college football. So I'm not too salty. Oh, this it. one is not. Amazing. It's like no. a setup line for next week. Whatsoever. I, Last week was good. I mean, you got Georgia, Florida. Yeah, but how I mean, great is that really, nah, though, at this really point? It's really just a rivalry. That's the only thing going on. Oregon, that. Utah is the game. 
8 versus 13. That's at 330. Wisconsin. How about Ohio Michigan State. State versus the Minnesota Gophers? <laughs> now that's electric. Uh, <laughs> Do you just get giddy yeah, for that? Harlan getting Barnett. like a touchdown. I don't know. Simeon Barrow came back from the transfer portal. Might be a spot to actually bet, bet MSU this week. Oh, I'm hammering the Spartans. Hammer the Spartans. I'm dead serious. Money line. They're beating Minnesota. Another Big Ten game. Uh, Wisconsin and Ohio State. That's a night game. In Madison. Yep. That won't be too bad. Yeah, uh, 730 could get. Honestly, Georgia is at Florida, but Georgia's favored by 14 and a half. I mean, I'm just not that into it, but I'm, I mean, there's profit boost, so I'm going to watch it. Well, I would watch anyways, obviously, but. All right, Bills and Bucks, third and five for the Bills, then let's get into Wings and Pistons. Josh Allen, all the time in the world, launches it wide open to. Not Gabe Davis. Who is Who Mr. is that? Who is Mr. Number 10? Well, you know he's got a damn good number. I don't know why I'm not. But, uh... Here, let's go Pistons first. They had no, really? I want to I mean, go Wings first. Because right, the can't... Wings are more important. They, they have something to play They're for. more important. I can admit that as a basketball guy. Yeah, that's why you have the phrase, save the best for last. All right. Uh, op- and opening night. We're fresh off an o- opening night for the Pistons. Lost by a point to the Miami Heat. They erased the uh, 19. Down 19 points? Oh, wow. I'm good. Nice work. The most encouraging thing was Kate Cunningham made three-pointers. Kate Cunningham controlled the game. He got to his spots. He shot very well from the field. That is our meal ticket, folks, if you're a Pistons fan. Kate Cunningham has to become a top 20 player in this game in the whole entire NBA. Number one overall pick. Okay, I'm not setting expectations to why I wouldn't say that. It is his third season. If we're getting anywhere as Pistons fans... It's going to be on his that man's shoulders. Ivy, the most shocking thing to me about the opener. You want to Pistons first, so here we go. Ivy only played 17 minutes in the opener. Killian Hayes, who has gotten bad press all offseason. Everyone can't stop trying to hate on this man. He started, he played 31 minutes over uh, Jaden Ivy, who's a, in his sophomore year, his number five overall pick. I'll tell you this. That says something about a little bit something about Ivy. It's one game. Overreaction, I guarantee it. But Monty Williams is an expert when it comes to managing rotations, instilling confidence. And everyone was like, ooh, why is Ivy coming off the bench? I didn't think it was a big deal. But when you're only getting 17 minutes, that was a bit tad odd to me. Okay, because I, I was going to ask, because you know, before the game started, you said this was like a perfect role for Ivy. But you weren't happy how they handled the role? I, it is a perfect role for Ivy because, well, that was in the context that we had Monte Morris, which, no, it's not, actually. I'm an idiot. I take that back. No, it's because Ivy, there's not enough ball to go around with Cade and Bogey, but Bogey's out. But Ivy is a scorer. He's a natural-born scorer. Ivy in the six-man role, but still getting starters minutes is what we need. 17 minutes, that's like a real big-time role player. Ivy, I thought he's still going to get 28-29, so we'll see. It's only one game. You hit, you hit on a well with Ivy the other day. You said that he, he needs the ball in his hands, and he's not going to have the ball in his hands not being being a starter with the, with that crew. You know, yeah, when you got Cade yeah, out there. You know, Cade needs to control the ball. They can't have, Him and Cade would probably butt heads and sharing the ball. So I think that is a good spot for him being the sixth man off the bench. 
And there's nothing wrong with that. But that's... still getting starters minutes. Though. Yes. That's yeah. the thing. So it's so he has time in the second, first, second, third quarters right. to be ball dominant. Mm-hmm. Because when it comes down to winning time, it's mm-hmm. going to be K, dog. Yeah. He is the man. And Ivy still, I think, is going to be very good. But he does. James Harden, early years, six man. I'm not James Harden's level, but that type of role. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, a, you're. You liked the role. You weren't happy how the role was handled. Exactly. Opening night. Sorry, I went elaborate on that, but yeah. Uh, Asur, he's five blocks. That's pretty impressive. Oh, that's Asur great. was, he didn't score much. He's unbelievable. He's exactly what they needed. Mm-hmm. They needed range, length, defense, hustle. He rebounds like a crazy man. And Jalen Duran also, let's not get it twisted, 17 and 14. This guy is still like the top 15 youngest players in the league, dude, even in his sophomore year. This guy is unreal. Jalen Duran has a higher ceiling than Jaden Ivey, and I'll say that all day. Not than Kate Cunningham. I think Kate Cunningham is going to be an absolute star. Obvious point, but I think for Kate, I just I want to see him healthy all year. Like, can you stay healthy? I mean, in battling injuries his first two years, I would, you know, if he can... Badly, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. like especially last year. I mean, you need, you obviously need him. Like you said, it runs through him. I just, that is the big thing this year. Um, With Cade, and no, it's not an obvious point because I, just in my mind, I think about, okay, he's been hurt, he's going to stay healthy this whole year. But then I think about it's not possible he gets hurt again. But then he says something like that, Sean does. And I realized, yeah, he's still a human being. Because if he gets hurt again, can you imagine? Then he's a bust. If he get, what if he has season-ending injury this year? Is he a bust at that point through three years? <laughs> I mean, dude, he would be right. But he's phenomenal. First game, he went out going crazy. Go ahead. Ed. Yeah, no, super. He showed. He showed. He kept, he's going towards being a superstar. He's going. He can be a superstar in the league. But the question is, is can he stay healthy? Right. And if he has one more one more season-ending injury, he's he's marked injury prone then, right? I think he's already kind of marked yeah, injury prone. He could right? be, yeah, absolutely. a little bit. It'll definitely least. be trending towards bust. All right, yeah. and uh, let's go. Okay, hold on. Go ahead, please give it to me. I didn't watch I much it. of the game. I love it, I it but I turned it on. We're oh, down, so exciting. I'm happy with the fight to get you know when I woke up in the morning, check the box score, box score watcher. We only lost by one because we weren't <laughs> this blown out. This team it. it. I think uh, when I. Turned it off as in the third quarter. We're down pretty big, but man, let's watch Killian Hayes throw up two bricks in a row from <laughs> the behind the arc. <laughs> that man is in his fourth year in the league, and that man is a point guard and still can't shoot to save his life from outside. Dude. I think he's a bust. <laughs> well, yeah, for the <laughs> but he's still starting. He's still getting out. He's starting because Bogey's out <laughs> right. for sure. But that is a big loss, by the way, for four, five, six weeks. But let's get to the more positive stuff, Shawnee. Let me lead this here, and then I'll toss it over. So Sean is our resident uh, hockey nista on the show. I Hockey's not one of my favorite sports, I'll be honest about it, but I do root for the Red Wings hardcore. I do, definitely. I'm a fair weather fan. I only watch when they're good, I'll be honest about that. But man, <laughs> it's a small sample size, but they've been off to a killer start. The Debrinka trade looks great. Sean sits here and watches damn near every second, every freaking pass. So, what are your expectations for the rest of the season? How exciting is this start? And 
What about that Dabrinkit trade? I mean, that is a game changer, right? Yeah, not only trading for him, but signing him for four years. Yeah, um, good point. And then going into the season, my expectations was wild card. But after this hot start, I, I might, I'd like to be a top three seed in our division. Um, not a big fan of the playoff format because then you automatically draw the – if you're the two seed, you play the three seed and vice versa. Uh, but, yeah, I, the way – in past years, I'm sitting there. We go down one nothing. I'm thinking, how the hell are we going to score? Like, Larkin, great player, but didn't have any great players on his side. I mean, Lucas Raymond, young rookie and sophomore season, that's the best player you got to play with in Larkin's career. Now you get to bring it, and they're leading the league in scoring. I, I mean, they might be behind Jack Hughes now uh, from the Devils. But now we're scoring. We're 5-1-1. One, and one. We haven't scored less than three goals in a game. And that came really? in. Really? Yep. That, wow. that came in opening game against the devils wow. uh lost four to three then goal differential we're plus 14 i mean looking at the standings in the last few years we're like minus 50 at the end of the year maybe even more oh, wow. I, I mean it's it's huge i you know I, so three we scored three in the first game then I, we haven't let a, uh scored less than four um after that in our winning streak and then even our overtime loss the other night to seattle uh, go three one going Still into got the third. A point though, right? Yes. Go, I mean, we're down three one going into the third, and you almost have no doubt that we're going to score. You get on the power play. Our power play is almost forty two percent. That was another struggle. That clip's not going to last. But uh, going. I what, thought it was higher than that. Uh, I mean, we had a bad game against Regardless, the Flames. I think we went zero for five against the Flames, but forty two percent is insane. That's second in the league. What What do you think that percent ends up as over fifty games? I mean, I'd be happy with 30%. Okay. Um, well, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that's huge. I mean, one almost one every three power plays. What is it? What is, what's been the biggest change, you think? Is uh, it Dabrinkit? I feel like that's the easy answer. Can you give me something other than Dabrinkit? Goss is fair. He's got a couple Who's, power play goals already. What, uh, what, defenseman, big defenseman that we signed. Can you say um, his name again, please? Gossip Bear. Or, yeah, it's oh not like gosh. that. See, guys, all right, I will get more into it for, I'm sorry. I can't I lie mean, to you. He had a I don't rocket. Know that is. He <laughs> made a 3-2 against Seattle the other night on a rocket on the power play. Three power play goals in last game. Uh, if it wasn't for the throwing stick, a legal throwing stick. Does Mo Steiger look good? Yeah, he looks good. He got an assist tonight, I believe. Uh, no, Larkin. Yeah, Cider and Larkin assisted on Raymond's goal tonight. Um, but, I mean, it's just like you – with this team, you never think you're out of the game. I mean, going three-one, a terrible Seattle call. Seattle one. I watched that third period. What were they down? Three-one. Three-one going into yeah. the third period, and we get two back quick, and then Larkin takes the lead late. I mean, Debrinket another goal, and then we lost in overtime. But you got to, you'll take the point after being down three-one. I mean, you'll take anything out of it, especially after a five-one and one five-and-one start. So what do you get when lost. you just win the game outright in three periods? You get three points or two points? Two points. Two points, right? Two so so then. Seattle when they won that the last second, which by the way was crazy because Lucas Raymond hit the post like five mm -hmm. seconds before that goal, which was nuts. And so they get two points, Seattle, and we get one for that game, right? We there. got one, Seattle gets two. Yep. What if they tied? Then what is it? There is no tie. You have a shootout. Oh yeah, duh. See, I gotta catch up. I do kind of wish. I hey, think, I think it would be tech. cool if they uh, if they did do. Uh, 
a three-point game. So, like, you know, you get three points if you win in regulation. And then yeah, if you go to overtime, the winner gets two. You split the points I feel up. like that's what it should be. I think if that, you beat them in three periods, sense. I think so. Definitely. Because sometimes you get, you know, when it's 2-2 two, two or 3-3 three, three at the end, towards the end of the game, you get teams playing for overtime because you know you're going to secure a point. So, like, if you Ooh, were to split up. Oh, good uh, point. Well, if, if you split the points up in overtime, I think that would, you know, you'd probably see a lot more action in a tie game. You know, at the end of the end of the see, game. See, don't just get the Red Wings here. You're getting breakdowns real lot in live time. I had no idea Dude, that's how this guy went. Yeah, I, I had no idea. Eddie's also. I don't think. Yeah, a I'm not a big hockey, hockey fan. Um, it's fun to watch, but I mean, and hockey in general, they did their Frozen Frenzy for the first time. Uh, didn't Frozen Frenzy is basically the hockey version of Red Zone. Go ahead. Yeah, not a, not a huge fan, but. I didn't watch much because I'd rather watch my team. I mean, like just like Red Zone, the lines are understandable. On. I have that on over Red Zone, but uh, for what I watched, wasn't a huge fan. But it was their first broadcast; could get better. I'm sure uh, Scott Hansen's first uh, Red Zone wasn't the greatest. Probably not. <laughs> so that should get better. I think it will be good. For Sean's the game. in a full Detroit Red Wings uniform, guys. I swear to God. Hey, I have my Pistons gear on. My bad boys hoodie or sweater on yesterday. Detroit Pistons hat on. You know, Eddie, I support my teams. Any comments on the Red Wings? No, just keep playing good. <laughs> I, I want something to root Short for. and to the point, yeah. folks. We're not here to waste your time. And I will rant about that throwing stick. <laughs> I don't know. That pissed me off so much. What? So, like, you know, you play street hockey, your pond hockey, you get beat, you'll throw your stick. In the NHL, you can't do that. It should be a penalty shot if they do it. Guy blatantly throws his stick, takes out a cross, uh, cross ice one-timer opportunity, and then they go down and score and make it 3-1. Uh Again, happy we bounced back in the third period. But, man, that was a real critical game-changing moment. You know, I mean, could have been a penalty shot. Instead, it's 3-1. All right. We can get, leave on. Sorry, I can go I'm on I'm going to give on. you a couple closing questions here because I need to have your long-season predictions. What seed do they end up? Oh, man. Uh, Quick. Well, I, I'm cool. still going to save wild card. I don't know if they can keep up this pace all year. Um, you don't think they're talented enough? They can. To get a buy? I mean, or, Larkin or Dabrinka gets hurt. That's a huge loss. But we did build uh, depth. Uh, no, I, the depth. Uh, I love the depth, what Stevie Y did to help this team. We have a lot of guys who were on the starting roster back in Grand Rapids to start this season. So, like, you can call up guys who have NHL experience now if we do have an injury. Um, I'll say ceiling three seed floor wild okay and if it's a bust if we don't make the playoffs okay tell me if i give you a expansion draft and you can only keep five players what five players are you keeping cider number one got it uh number two larkin no, we just no particular him? order doesn't matter just five players you keep larkin cider uh, Debrinket, we got him for yep. four years. Lucas Raymond. Yep, and I want to know the fifth because those are the four obvious ones. Who's the fifth? Oh man. Uh, See, yes, I knew it. Fuck that's why I said five. Oh, it's exciting stuff. See, I mean, guys, this is all live. We I, don't plan shit out at all. Like this, all live. Go ahead. Sorry. I would. I mean, like if we're going prospects too. I mean, you got to keep. I'll go cost. Is it Costa? Costa, the goalie that we drafted uh, last, not this year, last year. So, I mean, we're going to need a goalie in the future. I think he's got a drinking problem. 
Not Sean the goalie. <laughs> what? The, I can't believe I don't remember his name. But no, he. See, I think he has potential to really be good in the future. So I mean, if we're going that, if you want an active roster, um, it'd have to be. I just. Oh, Wallman, Jake Wallman, active roster. I'd have to go with him. Another defensive, offensive guy, um, on, from the blue line. But I think that's enough Red Wings. Not a lot of people are huge into hockey, but I like to uh, express my love. The Red Wings were my first love in sports. Like, well, yeah. I, I, probably now, Lions one A, Red Wings one B. I mean, like, right. I can't really. I can't even say one of them is my number two team. Well, we all grew up with the Red Wings winning championships, right? Right. So that's, yeah, right there. That's that's your love. A little oh. young for those first two, but I mean, like, I the 2002 year, that's in our impressionable years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, first time that we got the Pistons in 04, and then Wings it, again in 08, well, or Tigers in 06. Yeah. But they didn't win it, obviously. Well, even though we were young, we were still playing chill, right? We were still playing NHL, playing with those guys, Shanahan and all of them. Oh, I love that team. Oh, it, back it was NHL yeah. hits. <laughs> NHL hits. That what it was. Whatever, whatever it was. I don't remember. But weird thing, Nick Lidstrom was on the cover, and he was not a hitter. <laughs> he was finesse. But, uh, but yeah, no. It's good that they're playing well right now, and then, like you said, they probably can't keep it up. But and the city is burning for something to burn down the city for <laughs> we're a sports yeah. town we want all our sports teams which the lions are satisfying that so far but we need them weeks. all right we don't want just uh, one we need we don't need them all we want them all we need at least one <laughs> okay good we haven't even gotten one Go all right let's switch gears for a minute here huh we can either go give me the directions we want to do we can either go the michigan stuff because we got to touch on it or the michigan state coaching stuff i think we go Michigan stuff first. Keep it brief. Yeah. Not, I mean, it's been talked all about all around the world, but yeah. I mean, we still got to talk about it because it's it's crazy. It's, it's interesting, and every, every day, day it's been changing. There's so much more that comes out. Yeah. Sean's a Michigan fan here. Me and Eddie are state fans. Just to preface that. So curious to see what we got to say. Obviously, I'll just I'm gonna spark note this real quick for you. Joseph Stallion, former. Army secret decoder guy. They had a budget. Washington Post said they had a budget to hire people. They had a whole system to go and record the sidelines of signals of teams. I don't even want to get that much into it. Just sign sign stealing illegally is what it really comes down to. And it looks pretty bad-ish. I mean, we don't know everything yet. But we don't have to get into the deep details and all that what does it really mean what i really want to talk about is what does it really mean for the program at large they're going to get some sort of punishment there's going to be repercussions for this and i mean it now it comes out that they had a fund for this and i mean the eight straight ohio state games is crazy and it's proven pretty much i mean not in the court of law yet so everything's an allegation but it's pretty obvious, but it it's a little bit of a weird situation. Eddie, how would you feel going through this? I'll start with this. If you were a player, uh, you don't want to hear noise like that. 
You don't want to hear that noise. If you're a player. Hold on, hold on. What's wrong? No, I thought he was talking about me hitting the table. You don't want to hear noise. Oh, no. No, as a player. Why did you hit the table? Uh, Because the sound waves on the recorder wasn't going up and down enough for my liking. So I wanted to make sure it was recording. Sorry. Hold on, hold on. Let's reset real quick because I was was scared as different was recording something. As a player, as Michigan, you're number two in the country. I mean, you've been unbeatable so far through eight weeks. Right. What do you? Th- I mean, this is a, this is big. This is. is weighs heavily on the whole university. What do you think as a player? What's your mentality? The, the saddest part is the players have nothing to do with it. These players, they're all great athletes, all good, great players, but they might have nothing to do with it. But they knew. You think they knew? <laughs> I mean, we don't know. We're you're sitting there at. imitating it on the sidelines. I mean, they gotta know. They get the direct calls from him, the defensive coordinator, right to them. Well, I mean, I think the players knew, but I don't put it on them because you do what you're told. You do what you're told, exactly. But, yeah, no, it does take away from their... Uh, I don't put anything on the players, ever. Yeah. Ever. Unless you freaking... Go ahead, continue, I'm sorry. No, you, it, you don't You don't want to hear all this noise, all the national negative attention. You do not want that. You don't want any negative attention. Even though you, you get criticized about the game, that's one thing, but when you're getting criticized about this... Things you can't control. Yeah, things you can't control, so it's... Oh, as a what player, are you thinking, though? Okay, screw that. What are you thinking football-wise on the field? Is this affecting you whatsoever when you're playing football, the football games? No. No, you're, you're going out and playing hard still. Do you, still think it, hard. do you think the coaching – do you think it matters to the coaching staff? Or is that kind of, that's probably the escape, right, is those three hours on a Saturday where you can go out and have a chance to keep that, someone's behind? Shut the, yeah, shut down the outside talking. Yes. That's why it's weird they're on a bye week. Because you can't shut it down. <laughs> exactly. You exactly. You cannot. So that's all the talk is going to be. There's not. See, if they could go out and beat the fuck out of whoever on Saturday. It would deter would forget, a lot of it. You would, you would forget, forget about, about it for a couple for days. For three hours, you would forget about it and focus on the game in front of you. Yeah, absolutely. I just know this. There's no way. Because I'm not going into deep details because they're everywhere around the world and we're not going to waste time with that. It's just our opinions. <laughs> There's going to be major things from this. I know. We're going to wait on Sean's opinion. He's a Michigan guy, but... Uh, I just... I think it looks terrible, right? There's so much evidence. It's pretty crazy how much It doesn't evidence. look good right now. I'll tell you what. When this story first came out, I said, eh, probably not much, whatever. Another little sanction or whatever. Slap on the Every face. day that comes out, I'm like, whoa, this actually is serious. Like, that. And you know what? It's not going to affect them this year, and they're still playing for a natty. They're going to have a chance to play for a natty, from this point at least. Sean, you ready to offer us an opinion as the resident Michigan fan? He's a resident hockeyista, hockeyista and a resident Michigan fan. Spoiled, yeah. Spoiled. How does, it feel as, how does it feel as a fan to be here and all this? Uh, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm seriously though. I am sick of the sideshow with Michigan. It seems every year there's a sideshow. Can't I just fucking watch the games, root for you know, be happy that the but team's they're doing winning. good? No, they're winning. But I would rather you know. Now I gotta think. Like, oh, what's gonna happen? Is all this sh- shit that I've been rooting for gonna go <laughs> no, by the wayside? She doesn't. You know, like, <laughs> I'm I'm sick of hearing about it. I wish you know. I wish the verdict could come out tomorrow so good or bad which 99 percent be able to move on right yeah yeah. that's the biggest don't let that cloud hang over your head like because i have a 
good feeling that it's going to be bad. It's like, you know, just give me my stocking full of coal now. I don't need to wait till Christmas. You know, like, <laughs> I am so That's fucking, I am so sick of, and like, even when it's not a controversy, it's, you know, off season, hardball's going to the NFL, you know, every year it's like, I just want to enjoy it the fucking Michigan Wolverine football program, but it seems like Or it was Matt Weiss, all that stuff. Shemmy Shembeckler. Oh, yeah. Can't forget about him. I There's mean, just... It just... It, Let me ask you oh, this, then. Let me... Hold on. Um, he has the floor still, but I gotta ask this question. What do you think, with what you know right now, following it day by day, what do you think the punishment ultimately is? And I know it's complete speculation, but that's what we do here. I mean, I would rather get your opinion. I feel like you're more up to date on it than me. I mean, like, you know, I can't turn on fucking radio without hearing about it. And every article you on Twitter, there's something about it. I, I'm just when the I'm Washington over Post is doing stories on it. That's just a normal newspaper, not just sports. That's when it gets wild to me with those. They don't publish that unless that stuff is true. Should I mean, I, you would have to think that like, they had a whole network and it was being funded like. This is the most elaborate. Uh, Bob Stoop said today on an Oklahoma radio show, he said that's the most elaborate sign stealing scheme anyone's ever seen. And he's got some experience. Yeah, a lot. And that is mind boggling a little bit. Now, let me get something straight. But I will say, I'll just say, like, you have to imagine wins are going to get vacated. You know, maybe I don't know. I don't think it's that serious. No? No. This is pretty bad. I mean, like, say what you, you know, Dion said, well, you have to stop it. It's still an advantage. I mean, if it wasn't an advantage, you wouldn't be doing it. certainly an advantage. Yeah, I mean, like. Ah, good point, though, right? He just said, if it wasn't an advantage, you wouldn't be putting all this time and effort to do it, right? Like, it's pretty obvious they bought seats at these games of video. (laughs) I mean, the NCAA has video evidence from multiple institutions. The evidence is completely overwhelming. It really is. I don't see how a court could rule in favor of. I mean, that. like, am I allowed to root for this team now? Like, yes, are these you games are. Even... Yeah. Hey, hey, hold no, on. Like, I know I'm allowed to, but like, are these games like, do they even matter now? I don't Sean, know, like, Sean, it. You know what? It doesn't make that big of a difference. Your team is fucking good. You should. It shouldn't take anything away from this team. It shouldn't. I do have another question. I was thinking about this earlier. I keep hearing, like, oh well. Michigan's covering the second half spread like crazy now. Like, wouldn't if they're stealing signs during a like a you know when we're not playing them, wouldn't we be killing it the first half too? Like, why is everyone so focused on the second half? I'll tell you, like, because, couldn't you make a like, because you're you you have a whole half of understanding patterns of the signs, so then you can match it up. They call this this main time because you're definitely recording it when you're playing against them. Uh, they are calling this this many times, so this lines up with this. They're playing percentages, what signs are matching up, and how often, and when, and what down and distance. So they, it, that's why they excel in the second half, because they recognize the patterns after playing one half of football. And you know what? I don't know how true everything is. I don't know how much big. I think it makes a little bit of difference, not huge. But you know what does? Numbers don't lie. And when the second half numbers are that obscure, not obscure, fucking, you know what I mean, that crazy, just on one side, especially, you know, the Vegas covering the spread stuff, 17 and 5, whatever they are, and then when people say, well, they're just that good, and I agree, they are very good. I mean, even in the Georgia is that good, too, last couple of years, right, and they are, like, basically 500, it's crazy, and I'll tell you this real quick. 
Wait, I want to get, and I want, then I want to get to what I think is going to happen to Michigan. What was I going to say? What's going to happen to Michigan? Or no, I don't know. You didn't say it yet. Damn it. Damn it. Okay, what I do think is going to happen to Michigan is, I have a really weird feeling that Ward Manuel, the AD, and Jim are going to be gone after this year. I think they're going to play out this year. And have a chance to win a national championship. I don't think there's going to be sanctions, but I think Jim, they're going to, I think Ward Mail is just going to be fired because his whole tenure, I don't need to go, I think anyone who knows Michigan football knows that his tenure has been erratic, to say the least. I think Jim Harwell might get a full year suspension, though, or something, or at least eight or nine games. And then he's going to go to the league. And it's the, it's the best time to do it, right? Like, I mean, you don't want to sit out. No. And you lose pay for that. I mean, do the Pete Carroll thing, <laughs> you know. He has been successful in the NFL. There's no doubt about it. What do you think's happening to him, Edward? Uh, Edward. Oh, Harbaugh is probably gone. I mean, in I, what fashion? You think a suspension for a year? I don't. I don't know what they uh, what they discipline with these things. Nothing's concrete yet. Yeah, but uh, they won't take away wins. Look at Deflate Gate. They didn't take away wins there. I know the league is different than college, but I don't see them taking away wins. I don't think they go that far. If this all is effing true, I will tell you this: I will be pissed because I know this is this is get off my lawn. I'm grandpa. I'm great grandpa guy. If you okay, see this is me being a purist right here. So you're gonna make fun of me, and that's fine. If you are compromising the actual integrity of the game that I watch, we've played, all three of us, you bleed for, now we watch, and I block off every Saturday to watch all these teams. If you are seriously gaining an illegal advantage, illegal recruiting is one thing. This is knowing someone's plays and singles. This is so much vastly worse. It bothers me, and it would, and I'm not gonna say it does yet because I gotta see what every how everything shakes out. I'm not gonna make crazy assumptions. It, it would bother me, me as a Michigan State fan. It would really bother me. Go ahead, Sean. Sorry. Bother me too. It bothers me when people cheat Monopoly. So imagine, you know, my football team oh, cheating. Oh, those motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, before we go to the next topic, I do have to make a correction. It's Sebastian Cosa is the right, fifth and final player that I would <laughs> want to keep for the no Redwings. <laughs> Goalie, first round, 15, 15th overall. Hope you all bet Vatek. Vatek of 30-3, baby. Yeah, I think I did, boom, boom, but boom. I think I parlayed it with the under. Under 52. It's already 30-3 with 15 seconds left in the half. Now, one last thing. Sorry, here, Chris Godwin, fantasy, and Tampa. That was huge. Yes, 10-10. Let's go, Bucks. Sorry, Buccaneers, we record on Thursday. Uh, we didn't even mention, did we mention this last time? Maybe we did. I'm going to mention it again anyways. We record on Thursday night, so we're always watching Thursday night football right now. We're watching the Bills, Bucks at the Bills. Uh, and I just got excited because Chris Godwin's on my fans team. He got a touchdown. Plus, I bet the Bucks nine and a half, and now it's about to be 10-10. And Baker Mayfield has had a mini resurrection this year. And I say mini in, in capitalization, okay? But he does fit there. 
and he fits with mentalities like Mike, Mike Evans. Thank you for that. That was so satisfying. That was very nice of you. Very kind. Excuse me. That was unladylike, Eddie. Come on. That was you? No. no. <laughs> I was about to say the new guys on the job somewhere doing that. Now, all right. Michigan's got a lot to shake out. We'll wrap it up. Any other last minute? Get to the coaching stuff. For who? MSU. I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Although, we could see both teams searching for a coach this offseason. Yeah, yeah, it's very possible. Well, yeah, I do think it's very possible. Eddie, you know what? Let's go to you for a second. Because I'm not going to ask you to identify certain names or candidates. What I really want to know is... Excuse me, sorry. I had to do a little bit of that. What is it you're looking for? What are the qualities? What are the characteristics you're looking for in a coach? And I need you to be specific, please. Are you Extremely on? specific. No, I, I just what what is it? What is it that I mean, that makes you that gets you hard? That gets you going? What is it? Viagra. It comes over, <laughs> no. you ever, guys ever hear hymns? All right. No. <laughs> um, you you want you want someone you want someone who is already a head coach has. Has the experience. You, Mel Tucker did not. No. And you could go coordinator, but you, you want someone who's a head coach because they have to build their own staff. They have to know have connections to get their assistance, to get the guys in place they want. So you got to trust point. that guy. So, and then it comes to recruiting. Who do you trust recruiting? I I don't know all these coaches, but, I mean, you got to find someone – and in, in that knows the, uh, has the experience, has the recruiting experience, has a name for themselves. So you have to you have to go big. You I think to. your biggest point you made there is not just the head coaching experience by itself, but when you have established that cachet, that resume, it's the ability to hire a good staff. Correct. A football team has a lot of players. Mm-hmm. The head coach is one dude. Yep. You have to have great assistance. This isn't basketball. We only got to manage 10, 11 guys. Right. This is football. You're managing in the NFL 50 plus in college a lot more. Yeah, you got to find guys that you trust with the players. Exactly. And who are <laughs> good football coach and come up with good schemes, of course. Yeah, both obviously, are true. Right. Now, my thing is, and this is all I care about. Because you know what, I've coached, played, I've do it, I've done both. I think coaching is way overrated. It's about the Jimmys and Joes, not the X's and O's. I'm a big believer in that. I need someone who's a great recruiter. That's all I care about. Mm-hmm. You know what? You can figure out the rest. Just get the most talented players in the country. Some of them, at least, obviously. Michigan State, with the way they operate, should never in a million years be winning, not making a bowl game. Michigan State needs to be winning eight, nine, ten games a year, and they should always be, almost every other year, be competing for a Big Ten title. I don't get how they're not with the resources and the support they have. Gosh, they've got it all. You can't ask for much more. That's what angers me so much. About that freaking school and the program, where all that just—it bothers me because you have everything you need and you still can't even be average currently. It bothers me. Head coaches, though, 
Sean, anything? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. Did you mention I, your name? I, was I don't have names. You have names, Buck. So. I have... I have... The fantasy name that everyone's heard is Urban Meyer, but it is a fantasy name. It's not happening. The Grand Slam hire. That, yes, it is. I'm going to go for a three-run homer hire here, Johnny. And this is, it is a resource. Sean mentioned this in pre-show. My local radio station, we're from Detroit, mentioned this, and I didn't even really think about it until it was mentioned. It's Chip Kelly at UCLA right now, formerly formerly at Oregon. I will say. Uh, I had a stint with the Eagles. Go ahead. No one from listening to the beginning of this podcast knows we're from Detroit. Well, we are. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to Detroit. <laughs> just right, the topics we've had. It's been all Pistons, Red Wings. Anyway, sorry. I thought that was funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't even pick up on that. <laughs> Until just now? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so bad with sarcasm, guys. I just, national wide. Wait, I just now picked up on that the last second. <laughs> anyway, those are the same. Remind me. Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly. Yeah, thank you. Chip Kelly. Crazy coaching resume, okay, especially in college. Okay, and I don't want to hear the, oh my god, he sucked with the Eagles. Number one, he didn't suck with the Eagles. He was just below average. Okay, that's nitpicking. He had, he transforms programs. UCLA was in one of the worst spots in college football program-wise. For him to even get them back to relevancy right now is incredible. And he started to run a Big Ten offense. I love UCLA's offense, yes. And shout out Detroit, Dante Moore, Detroit King, is at UCLA right now, starting as a true freshman. Chip is a little bit older. I think he's, what, 59, 60? But if you got another seven, eight years, I'm with it. Chip Kelly is the most realistic option because Urban Meyer I don't think is realistic. It's hopeful. Hopeful. But hopeful, what is hopeful? It's hope. What is hope? It's error. It's nothing. What is hope? It's... Something to hold on to that probably isn't real. That's me being a little bit pessimistic there, but... Get Uncle Urban out of your minds. Get Chip Kelly into your minds. Perfect fit. He has way more support at MSU. He'll make... He'll get a 50% raise. He will be able to recruit. He is going to the Big Ten anyways, so he's going to know the conference. He knows those back 12 teams you're playing against, and he's established. I can't have some offensive coordinator from Tulane or something coming to coach my team. I can't. Go ahead. Sorry. That was a tad long-winded for me. That was the name. I mean, that's the one name. And so I, it's, I only have three names in mind that I'd be satisfied the point at this point. Urban Meyer, Chip Kelly, Deion Sanders. And only one of those sounds realistic to me, and that's Chip Kelly. I didn't even hear Deion Sanders. I don't. Neither did I. That's there just me. Go. No, this is me right. personally. This it will never right. be Deion. Yeah. Neither will it be Urban. Oh, everyone loved that, right? But no, that's all. We, that's all. Really, it is with the Michigan State hiring. We don't know anything yet. What it's kills me and bothers me though with grinding motherfucking gears. When I think about it, I just want to punch him in the face. Is that they have everything. Multiple billionaires. You have everything you could ever need to be good. Look at Thomas O. Exhibit freaking hey, He's there. He's got the same goddamn gosh darn resources. And you sit there and tell me it's not possible how much your football program makes. How much you can pay a coach. Your brand new $70 million football facility. And I have to sit here and look at two and five. And after last year. 
God, do you know what I said? K9 didn't make Mel Tucker. He's one of 22 starters. Damn it, I was wrong. Dead wrong. And yeah, that was a magical season. Did K9 carry Mel Tucker? Not as much as most people think, but a lot. And then you get all this money, and you have all billionaires with an S. You have multiple billionaires, and you can't even get it right to get B average. It should never happen. It should never happen. Take an example from Tommy Izzo. Tommy Izzo never has a down year. His down year is barely making the tournament. It don't happen. Michigan State's one down year in 15 years, and football should be barely making the bowl game. We're not in a good spot. Chip Kelly can get us back into a favorable spot. He's got cachet. He'll recruit well. Quarterbacks want to play for him. Yeah, it'll be good for the new Big Ten if they could land Chip Kelly. But oh, gosh. Do you know what time it is? It is time, boys. It is time. time. And we have a 15-game card this week. But I will say... As we can all agree, there is no... Give me 45 seconds. There is no 100% system when it comes to betting. No. No. The NFL is... Unless, unless your system is betting against the games that we all agreed on. Then you're 5-0. 100% click. (laughs) So if you hear us agree on, all agree on one one of the games, you bet the opposite. (laughs) Vegas. Vegas got crushed. <laughs> Buffalo lost outright. Uh, Detroit got crushed. Green Bay lost outright. And the Chargers got crushed. And I, <laughs> and I had the best record because oh. I was on two islands at the 4 o'clock, four o'clock time. Yeah. That's the only reason why. So, Eddie <laughs> wins the week with a 4-8 record. <laughs> Matt and I coming in. The new guy. Beginner's luck. Yeah. <laughs> Matt and I with an impressive three and nine, both of yeah. us. I mean, just a terrible <laughs> week for all of us. Yeah, so it's bad. Oh, um, yeah. Like, but no, I can't. It, it's what's, a, up with, what's up with no buys this week? Like, there's no just, buys. No, oh, we wow. fifteen. Last games. week, there, well, last week you had the two playing right now. There's so many buys last week. I know, we had a. 12, 12, 12, thirteen games 13 last games, week. If you yeah. include Thursday night, we only played yeah. twelve. No, we're it's on Thursday. But what? Is it, why? Why just? Yeah, I had a crappy week. Yeah, we all did. Do, do you know why before uh, you get into the picks? Like, they so just pick a random, like, no buys this week? What? No buys, no buys this week? week? That's kind of, I don't know, I feel like that's weird to me. The whole league doesn't have a buy this there's week? a 15-game card, and then there's a game on right now. That's 32 teams. Yeah. That is really odd. Isn't it? And that's a cool stat to point out. Nice job. <laughs> that is so odd. I feel like once you get after week five or the first buys... I feel like every week they have buys, but I guess not. Isn't that a little weird? That is very I feel like weird. they should be scattered always. Right. But Lions part, have the perfect buy. Right after this Raiders game, they'll have be through eight right games. Right before trade deadline, hopefully they can bring someone in. All right, winner. Ooh. Two minutes on that, please. Go. Okay, quick. Okay, I'll, I'll make this so fast. Okay, contenders on the NFC. Three straight right here. Seattle brings in uh, Frank Clark. Awesome pass rusher. San Francisco brings in Randy Gregory. Awesome pass rusher. And the Eagles, splash freaking move, bringing Kevin Byard from the Titans. Now they've taken Byard, who was a former All-Pro. Plus, they've taken A.J. Brown from the Titans. Yeah. Maybe they should take Derrick Henry as well. The Detroit Lions, I don't think they're going to do anything major. They need a depth piece. 
at yeah. corner in the secondary, and they need that to be done defensive line. They need to get at least one of two. Okay, I'm done. Go ahead. All right, winner, winner. You can start uh, Philly at Washington. Washington's plus seven. Give me, give me Eagles. I'll take. Uh, I'll go Washington in the points. Divisional game. Seven's a lot. It's in Washington. I agree with Sean. I'll take Washington. Next game, Jacksonville at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh plus two and a half. Underdogs at home. Give me the Steelers. Home dogs. Let's go. Who's at Pittsburgh? Uh, Jacksonville. Who'd you pick? I'll go Jacksonville. Give me the Steelers. Uh, no, no, no. I changed my mind. Give me Jacksonville. two islands to Jacksonville, start. Jacksonville, 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 Jacksonville. Houston at Carolina. Carolina plus three and a half. Houston at Carolina, I'll go first. Give me Carolina. That's one of my favorite plays of the week. They're bound to win. Uh, rookie quarterback coming back. Dude, he, oh, my God. Carolina wins that game outright. Yeah, give me Carolina. I, I have Carolina as well. I'll go Houston. Um, you just did that to be different. Let me go third. You don't get to go third every time. I didn't. I went second the first two times. I have mine written down. <laughs> mine are written down Saints, Saints at Colts. Colts are getting one. Give me the Colts. I will go Colts as well. I'll take the Saints for sure. Honestly, the Saints were very disappointing last week. Colts are down Anthony Richardson. Give me the Saints plus the one. All right, LA Rams at Dallas. Dallas is laying six and a half. I will go... Shit, I hate Dallas, so give me the Rams. And I would really like Dallas to lose because seeding purposes. Agreed. I got the Rams as well. Fuck. Oh, agreed. Sorry, my fault. I got no. Oh. no. I agreed with I agreed about the seating, but I'll take the Cowboys. I'm sorry, the Rams are due for a little bit of a dud. They're on the road, right? Minus six I and a half. Yeah, dud against the Steelers. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're gonna bounce back. They got points too, right, Sean? Oh yeah, they're getting six and a half. But yeah, they're getting. You picked out. Give me the Cowboys. All right. The Battle of New York. The yeah. Jets oh. at <laughs> the Jets at home versus at home Giants. Uh, Giants are plus three. Giants are technically the easiest team. pick of my second easiest pick besides Carolina. Give me the Jets. I would like the Jets as well. Give me the Giants, baby. Let's go. Battle right. in New York. Uh, I just like the defense. They'll be motivated. Uh, <laughs> Atlanta at Tennessee. Tennessee uh, getting two and a half at home. Against who? Atlanta. Yeah. Will Love is supposed to get a lot of snaps this week. A little bit scary. I don't trust Atlanta though on the road much. I don't trust Tennessee. This is a rat ass fucking game. Yeah, but give me the Titans. Game. Take the points. Give me the Titans. I will take Atlanta. Can Bijan please fucking get some playing time? Can you report <laughs> when he has an illness before the game next time and not screw over a thousand betters plus fantasy players? It's a freaking rule. They're investing. I mean, they still did win out, right? But, right yeah, fantasy wise. But in, for seriously, and betting, you got Bijan sixty plus rush yard, Sean. It matters big. It's yeah. massive. Oh yeah, yeah. Profits. It's massive. Yeah. Profits. Uh, New England, another divisional game. New England at Miami. Miami laying nine and a half. New England coming off. I'm going third one. on this one. I got a feeling. I got I something to say. Will. Mine's already written. I'm down, going so. up down theory for both teams. Give me Miami minus nine and a half. Yeah, Miami as well. If the spread was 25 and a half, I'd still take Miami. <laughs> I can't even believe the Patriots won last week against the Bills, and I was stunned. That team is arguably has the least talent in the NFL. Give me Miami by a million. First one we all agreed on, so bet New England, everyone. Take the points. <laughs> Minnesota at Green Bay. Green Bay getting one and a half. Give me the Packers. 
I am also going to take Green Bay. Packers at home. Let's go. Uh, I don't trust Jordan Love. Christian Watson, Aaron Jones, any of them can stay healthy. That offense, that they got uh, Dave Bakhtiari out. I'm going to take the Vikings because they're actually playing for something. It's not the oh, offense. Kirk Cousins. It's their defense. It, Dave, I said has. the offense. Dave Bakhtiari's out for the season on the offense. I didn't say the whole offense. Cleveland well, at Seattle. Seattle lay three and a half. Seattle, baby. P.J. Walker starting. Give me Seattle on the road. Or Seattle at home, but P.J. Walker on the road. First time I'm going with Cleveland all year, I think. <laughs> I'll take that. That's, uh, not, that's also my third favorite bet for Seattle. My Cincinnati at San Fran. Probably this is a tough one for me. Uh, San Fran laying four and a half. Brock Purdy's probably not playing this week. Oh, yeah. Good point. Give me Cincinnati. That's four and a half now. It was yep. three and a half, wasn't uh, it? I looked right before right the pod. Right before the pod. Things change, don't they? Maybe Brock Purdy is playing. <laughs> uh, what do you got, Buck? I'm not telling you. I go third. Are you go third. Okay, you can't take this long. Yeah, give me the Bengals. I wrote down Niners, but I don't want that. Cincinnati. Give me Bengals. <laughs> Baltimore at Arizona. Arizona getting nine and a half. Baltimore, no way they keep dominating. Give me the Cardinals plus nine and a half. Um, they're blowing them out. Going back to the well. Give I me the care. Ravens. All right. I am going uh, fucking Arizona as well. Um, Casey at Denver. Denver plus seven and a half. Jeez, it should be bigger than that. Give me the Chiefs. Divisional game on the road, Eddie. I don't think it should be bigger than that. I think uh, you're right. Divisional anybody. Go ahead, Sean. What would you say? Uh, I'll go Denver. Yeah, give me the Chiefs all day. Chiefs win by a zone. I do think the spread is reasonable. Sunday night football. Chicago at Chargers. I almost said that. Chicago. (laughs) Chargers minus eight and a half. I can't trust the Chargers. Wait, hold on. The Sunday night football, the Bears. I have to watch the Bears with Tyson (laughs) Newton at quarterback. Tyson Pageant actually is. Sorry. Oh my gosh, give me the Chargers. I don't care the points for it. It's plus nine and a half. Man, give me the Chargers. Uh, eight and a half right now. Give me the Chargers. A hundred times out of a hundred. Give me the Bears. I'm taking the Bears. Would you go up north recently and make friends with Paws himself? (laughs) Jesus, the Bears got no chance. Give me the the Chargers by 29. All right. Chargers need to go. I'm going to go Chargers as well. And then, Monday Night Football at 4 the Las Vegas Raiders against your hometown, Detroit Lions. Let's go, baby. It's exciting. Lions down to seven and a half now, but Ford Fields are going to be rocking. Give me Detroit. Detroit. What's the spread at? Seven and a half. It keeps moving. It started at four and a half. I thought he was eight and a half, though, now, isn't it? I thought, uh, it's seven and a half before the pod. Okay, fair. That's recent. Go ahead, Ed. What you got? I have the Lions. Do it. Do it. I, I can't. Can, he's kicking me. <laughs> Listen, I'm ultimately gonna bet the Lions, but I don't think this is a cakewalk like everyone thinks. I think it's gonna be a grinded out. They're gonna win the football game. I think they barely cover something like twenty-seven seventeen, but I don't think they're gonna blow out the Raiders like everyone thinks. Give me the Lions because I'm biased, but if I was a betting man, I might lean Raiders here, but. I'll take the Lions. All right. Well, we'll see you next Thursday for oh, closing thoughts. And Jesus, he really wants to get out of here, eh? So now, 
Lots going on. We'll keep updated about Michigan. Kate Cunningham is jump on his back if you want to get anything done this year. Every Sunday, this week Monday, tune in to your Lions. And uh, it's been a good time, honestly. It's a pleasure to be with you, whoever you may be. You might, I might not know you, but I still love you. Thank you. And that's it for our second back to re the reunion of Buckle Up and Show. Peace out, dog. <laughs>